0: Welcome to the Reaching Forward podcast. Let's preach. I would like to preach uh, from Daniel chapter 3 and verse 25. He answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. And I, I would like to preach for a little while on the thought of a message, the revival remedy. The revival remedy. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, have your way. God, I pray that the revival remedy would not be a, a just a, a, a sermon, but God, let it really speak to our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. There were three men that had gone to A funeral of their friend and heard the eulogy and seen the casket and they began to think about life. So when they went to a restaurant afterwards, they began to discuss life and what they would like people to say at their funeral when they looked at the casket with them in it. And the first man said, well, I think i just like people to say that, you know, he lived a good life and loved his family. And the other two friends nodded and the second friend said, well, I think I'd like people to look at me in that casket and say, look, he's peaceful. He had his peace with God and, and uh, he was faithful to the Lord. And the other two nodded. And then the third one thought for a second. He said, you know, when people come to my funeral, I'd like them to look at me in the casket, point, and say, look, he's moving. <laughs> the Bible said, Wilt thou not revive us Again, that thy people may rejoice in thee, to revive, it means to restore to consciousness or life, to restore from a depressed, inactive, unused state, to bring back or even to renew in the mind or in the memory. You see that in our lives for Jesus Christ, there can be a time where we're not dead, but we're going through things. And maybe you're facing things. It's been an interesting week in my life as well. But you see, when things, if you please, heat up, there is an answer for the furnace of life. There is an answer for the fog of war. There's an answer for the things that you're facing at work. There's an answer. There's a remedy for the things that you're facing in your home, for the conflict, and it's the revival remedy. I like to preach on the three things that we need for a revival remedy to set the stage. These, uh, Men of God that we were talking about walking in the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. It's interesting, that term, burning, fiery furnace, it's mentioned eight times in the Word of God. And all of those eight times, burning, fiery furnace is mentioned is in the third chapter of Daniel. Isn't that amazing? God really has a message for us. I don't know what kind of burning fiery furnace you're facing, but there's a revival remedy. So Israel was in captivity to King Nebuchadnezzar in the nation of Babylon, modern day Iraq. And the men who were, were uh, uh, in captivity there, they were given slave names. Daniel, which means God is judge, was called Belteshazzar, which means preserve thou, O Bel, his life. Bel was the chief deity of Babylon. Hananiah, the gift of the Lord. He was given Shadrach, which is the command of Aku, who was the moon god. Mishael, which means who is what God is, was given Meshach, which means who is as Aku. That's the moon god. Azariah. Who Jehovah helps was given Abednego, the servant of Nebo, which was the god of science and literature. And it was common to give people a slave name to show that they were in, uh, uh, subjection to the new rulers that were in town. Well, for the revival remedy, we need to first remember who we are. Remember your name. You see, Daniel was given a name by his parents. It meant God is judge. Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah, and all of these men had kind of God in their names. The A-H on Hananiah and Azariah is from Jah or Jehovah. And the L on Daniel and Mishael means strength or force as in Almighty God. These men knew their names even though they were called something else in the current culture. They remembered who their family was. They remembered the God, if you please, that was in their names. You know that in China, Chinese names, uh, they give the family name. We would call it a surname. They give that first. And the given name is the second name. So my name is Adam Bigelow. I would be known as Bigelow Adam if it was a chinese name say so, well bruce lee uh well that's his english or anglicized name in if you look up his chinese name lee would be first it's something like lee jun fan you know and as, as christians i bring that up because we need to remember who we are we need to remember that we are Christians first. The Bible said they were first called Christians in Antioch. We need to remember that we have Christ in us, the hope of glory. Not like Peter who said, I don't even know who you're talking about, but I need to remember who gave me my salvation. I need to remember who my God is when the furnace heats up. I remember who I am. Romans 8 and 15, it said, For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, my Father. Remember who you are. Remember your name. Uh, my sister, who's grown up now, she's going to be 28, I think, next month. Uh, she's originally from China, and my, my family, my, my folks adopted her many years ago. And she's a member of the family, right? But when she was younger, she said, uh, I'm Swiss. And she's not Swiss. She's Chinese, right? And uh, so I don't know if my mom or who asked her, what do you mean you're Swiss? She goes, I'm Swiss, just like grandma. (laughs) Well, my grandma has some Swiss in her. Well, she identified as a member of her adopted family. Ought we not to identify? With the, as a member of the adopted family accepted in the beloved, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that should we, we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. You see, we need to remember who we are. Now, that might seem like it'll get you trouble, but this is a revival remedy. We need all three of these things. When you remember who you are, it's going to involve what you do. So, oh, my family doesn't do that. My family doesn't talk like that. The Bible said my conversation and citizenship is in heaven. Remember the second thing for a revival remedy. Remember what you said. Remember what you said. You know that names mean something. In the Old Testament, Genesis chapter 29 and verse 31, the Lord saw that Leah was hated, the wife of Jacob or Israel. He opened her womb, but Rachel, which was another wife of Jacob, was barren. And so Rachel started having kids, and she called the first one Reuben, and that means, behold, a son. And in the second one, Simeon, which means, oh, hearing, God heard me, I'm having more kids. And the third one means joined, Levi. Levi means joined or consecrated. And she's like, my husband's going to be consecrated to me because I'm having all these kids. And then she had a fourth kid and she called him Judah, which means praise. And because she's like, well, I have all these kids and God's blessing me and obviously my husband's going to love me, right? Well, there's something interesting. In order, Levi, which was also where the priesthood was taken from, comes before... Judah, which is praise. You know, all of these children in Daniel chapter 1, the Bible says, verse 6, they were children of Judah. Daniel, Hananiah, Azariah, and Mishael. They were children of praise. The revival in our hearts, we need to praise God, but revival comes after Judah came after Levi. Levi meant consecrated. You know that I believe that if we're going to have a revival remedy... We need to go in order. We need to remember who we are. Then we need to remember what we said. What we said, you know, that Daniel was not in Israel and he could have been like a lot of others and they're probably like, let me just have a, uh, you know, a pork sandwich and let's go do this and let's go do that. But he purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with a portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. You see, they were being a uh, prepared to stand before the king and they wanted to give him a special diet to fatten him up and to get him healthy. And, but the Bible said that Daniel did not forget his consecration to God. Now, have you ever told God something? I mean, really told God. It wasn't the preacher. It was you that said, God, you know, if you, if you do this, I'll do this. If you save me, I'll do this. Remember what you said. If you want a revival in your heart, remember what you said. Daniel uh, uh, asked that they be uh, given pulse, like veggies, okay, some type of uh, greens to eat and water to drink. And then I uh, said, let our countenances be looked upon on. And, and if it don't work, we'll do your thing, right? And I'm I'm paraphrasing, but... After 10 days, the, the Bible said that the salad diet actually was a miracle. It made them gain weight. So they ate uh, this salad and they appeared fairer and fatter in flesh than all the children which eat the portion of the king's meat. So Melzar, the, the, the guy who was in charge, took away the meat and the wine and gave them pulse. But you know what? That they, the Jews had dietary restrictions. But you see, Daniel remembered what he said, the children of Israel had a, they were children that were different. And you know, as Christians, we're supposed to be different and a revival. Sometimes things heat up because people need to see that Christians don't act the same way as others. Because we remember, we told God. I remember I prayed things to God and sometimes it seems like, wow, the the vow that I made or what I told God, it didn't seem like it was financially beneficial at a certain time. But you know what? I remember what I said. I remember what I said because I, I know that God will do his side of the bargain. The revival remedy, remember your name, remember what you said, but then remember God's power. You see, if we remember who we are and we remember our dedication to God, when things heat up, brethren, if God be for us, who can be against us? Uh, the Bible says in Daniel chapter 3, an image was set up and, and uh, you, many of you have heard the account. They were commanded to bow down to the image. It was like the episode of Babylonian Idol. And if uh, you didn't uh, bow down when they were playing various musical instruments, my favorite, which is called the sack butt, when this sack butt began to play, and the dulcimer, and all these other kinds of instruments, if you didn't bow down and worship the image that there was a threat, you were going to be cast into the burning fiery furnace. Mentioned eight times. (laughs) Well, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego remembered their name, Hananiah, Azariah, and Mishael. They remembered their dedication to God, that we were not going to bow down to other gods. And you know that I hope that maybe a lot of us never come to this point, but if you want a revival, you got to stand up for God and then trust God to be God. So they were brought before the king and given a second chance and the devil, he'll often give you a second chance. Are you sure you want to say that? Are you sure you want to hold to that? Are you sure you want to do that? And so they came and they said in Daniel chapter 3 and verse 16, Nebuchadnezzar, We are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace. And he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. I like that. You know, God's still God. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, if we're chicharrones in there, that we will not serve thy gods nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. And I wonder if they cross their arms. I mean, I don't know. But sometimes you just have to make up your mind. I'm going to serve God. I'm going to serve God. But the God I serve is a God of power. He's the strength, the Almighty in Daniel. And he's my judge. Well, Nebuchadnezzar got mad. And he had that furnace heated up seven times hotter than it was. There was no dial on the the, the furnace, okay? It was just hot. He just basically said, stoke that thing until uh, as hot as you can get it. And they bound up these men. They wound them up somehow. And they cast them down into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. You know, but there's a revival remedy. There's a revival remedy. You see that when we remember who we are, when we remember what we said. We remember our dedication. We remember the times that we prayed and said, God, listen, I need you to forgive me again. And God did. And then what did you do with it? I need to remember what I said I was going to do. I'm not going to do that anymore. Or I'll start doing this. And the Bible said that Nebuchadnezzar, astonished, looked into the... Somehow he was able to look into the furnace probably from a distance, right? And he asked one of his counselors, didn't we throw three in there? And the guy said, true, O king. At that point, I'd agree with whatever the king said if I was one of his dudes, right? Because, you know, he was having a bad day. But then he said, lo, he said, I see four men loose. They're walking in the midst of the fire. You know, Jesus, when you walk with Jesus, God will get you going. And the burns of that, the, the burn of the, 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 the heat of that fire, it wasn't destructive. You know, that God can bring something good out of something crazy. The only thing burnt in that fire, you see, he, he, he asked them to come out, Right? And the smell of fire hadn't passed upon them. Their hair. You ever gotten too close to a campfire? Your hair gets singed? Not a hair on their head was singed. The smell of fire, the smoke hadn't even passed on their clothing. But it said that they came out. Notice what was missing. Their bonds. Their bonds. The the, the fire of affliction, it didn't hamper them. It didn't uh, bind them. It actually set them free. And I don't know what you're going through tonight. I don't know what you're facing, but could it be that God wants a revival remedy? Could it be that God wants us to to remember who we are, remember what we said, and then regardless of what's going to happen, we'll say, God, I'm going to trust you. And I'm going to begin to be walking with Jesus in the fire, walking with Jesus no matter what it takes, and let God be God. That the Bible says, Emmanuel, God with us will be walking with me in the fire and walking with you. Revive us again. The revival remedy. Bring me out of that state of just kind of just whatever, God me again to that place where I was from a depressed, inactive, or unused state. Renew my mind. Renew my memory with your promises. And God has a revival remedy for you. God bless you. We'll see you in church on Sunday.